Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to Fossil in the Spawn. This is MLA. I mean Emily. I mean Spawn. I mean it's it's MLA now. So I'm still fossil. I'm still fossil. Fossil and the MLA. Fossil and the MLA. Now we have to do a new opener. Fossil and the MLA. The MLA. It still kind of works. Right. We've had some growing pains. Are we going to talk about that? You really want to get into it, huh? You guys are here and we love you and you're listening to us. And we want you to know, you know, things here in Fat's estate are not exactly smooth, but there's a lot of love. And we we kind of knocked head yes, heads yesterday, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. We had a communication breakdown. That's how I'm going to say it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Let's put it this way. When you work with someone who is friend or family. Now, I happen to grow up in a business where my mother and father owned a business together. So I have a good background on watching two people sit down and talk out their trouble. My parents were a perfect example of two people communicating well that they could actually have a business together. And that's not easy, right? You have to put your ego aside and do what's right for the business. Now, I am learning the ropes, you're learning the ropes, and I asked for, I think I, I believe I wanted to know when we were going to record, and that sparked you because you felt pressured and busy already. Am I wrong? No, that's true. Yeah. And you got upset because you felt like I was just adding more pressure, and all I wanted to hear from you was, I can't do it now, or let's do it later tomorrow at blank time. And that's not what you said. <laughs> you came at me tired and, and, and grumpy, and you said, we'll see. We'll see. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. And that is not something you tell me, a Virgo. I want times, dates, places. I want info. I want commitment. And that sparked me. And I got angry because I thought you weren't in it. I thought we were going to have to call it quits. And that's not what you meant by it. That's not how I saw the fight or fight, whatever you want to call it. But because in my mind, I felt like you were pressuring us to put out content that we just didn't have. Now, I don't know if there's any creatives out there, but if there are, you don't put $100,000 into a movie that you don't care about. So there's a few things here. Starting off, I personally think that you can work with family. Um, I, as we said in another episode, I don't deem family as being your blood. I think family should be chosen. Um, Agreed. I like when there is that bond that like you have to choose someone, right? Um, which is funny. One of my friends brought that up the other day and I was like, get the fuck out of my head. Literally. <laughs> the- <laughs> but... I think you can work together. However, it does make things increasingly difficult um, because there is more at stake than just a business. However, I think because the trust is there, like there can be something beautiful out of it when it comes to money and just really anything, information, I guess. But with that being said, you've been hurt in the past by a situation of a friend that is like family who basically didn't screw you over because that's not really what happened, but was not with you. We were on separate pages. We were on two different pages. We, we both 
had a different idea. When I do something, I go a thousand percent into it. And the other party was not a thousand percent. It wasn't that she wasn't necessarily honest with you, but she wasn't honest with herself and it made everything crumble. And then you felt like your trust was broken. Like you put all this, you I felt, felt abandoned. exactly. And I told you going into this that I couldn't give you a hundred percent. And the reason I said that was because I didn't want another one of those situations to happen. I didn't want you to think that we were going into this 50, 50, because I can't give you 50%. And I know that sounds messed up and maybe that's, a horrible thing to say, but like, I can't go to school and go to work for nine hours a day, have four hours of class a day and give you 50% for a podcast. I can't be that person. And so I felt like I've been nothing but transparent with you about that. But with that, I think feelings are hurt in the way where you're giving your all chugging, chugging, chugging along. And I'm like, here's some scraps that I have, which is I know is wrong. It came down to, I always understood it cannot be your priority. I always understood that this was going to be an 80-20. I always understood that. But what really upsets me is when I ask for an actual time, I would expect, I would, I respect you saying to me, I can't do it this week. We need to skip rather than we'll see. We'll see is a slap in the face. We'll see is I really don't care. Um, but not this week, mom. <laughs> Let's skip a week. I have too much going on. Respect. Okay. But going to my second point, like I didn't actually mean like I couldn't do this time because like, obviously I'm here. I can do this time. That's not even what I should have said is mom, we have, and I did say this to you, but I think I was trying to not make you upset, which is what made you upset. <laughs> I think it triggered something. I was you didn't realize that every every week I sit down and write out thoughts of what I want to say, and my insecurity stems from not knowing if it's going to be something anybody wants to hear. I know, but then we should have talked about it, and that's that's where the miscommunication happened because basically, for anyone who wasn't in the fight, because <laughs> you are you now. Are now. <laughs> You are now, hi, listen, this is making me sound like such a shitty No, mess. no, no, this is growing pains. But basically, I don't want to sit here every week and talk about shit that doesn't fucking matter to me. Absolutely. There's literally no point in doing that. I don't want to put out content just to put out content. Agreed. I hate that. I hate people that do that. I think it's pointless. Yes, it's part of growing. Yes, you have to sometimes just push through it and keep people happy, but we're not at that point yet. We don't have like fucking 20 million people that are relying on us for their weekly entertainment. We don't. And the people who are listening are people who understand that we're normal people with normal lives. And this sounds so bad, but you know what I'm saying? Like we, we literally have a small family right now that understands if we don't have anything to talk about for a week, we're not getting paid to do this. It's quite literally a passion project. And I don't want it to not be a passion project. Because I have two things right now that are focused on the daily grind. I don't need another one. You know what I mean? You're talking to a woman with three novels to edit, two other series that I want to create on YouTube. And yeah, I get it. But you're putting pressure on yourself. I do. That's my lesson to learn. Unnecessary pressure. And I feel like it's causing strain in our relationship when it doesn't have to. The other, When we were talking and you hung up on me, 
I said goodbye first. I let you know that I was no, done with I the conversation. But then you hung up and I called you back and you wouldn't answer. I couldn't. You said, absolutely, I understand that. But then you said, I don't want to talk to you for a few days. At the point in which you don't want to talk to me for a few days because of a freaking podcast, it's crossed the line. And I felt like we were talking by each other and we were getting nowhere. So I figured if we both cooled off, we both settled down, we could approach it again. Yes, but you and I are at the point in every fight we've ever had where an hour to cool off is more than enough because that's just always what happens is I think you and I at the same time realize like, okay, that was a thing that happened and it was kind of ridiculous and then we talk about it and then we love each other. But I thought it would take more than just an hour for you to think about what you really wanted. You have your entire life is changing right now, your entire life. And I wanted you to be able to come back and say, yeah, I still want to do this. Or you know what, mom, you're right. This is too much and it's not working. You can't make that decision in an hour. But you can because I've I've known this the whole time. I've constantly reassured you. It's not that I don't want to do it. It's that... Sometimes I don't have things to talk about and that's okay because again, like a lot of my day is shit that either doesn't matter or is confidential. If I'm spending 12 hours a day doing shit I can't talk about and we record once a week and I spend five days, like literally I probably only have two days I can pick cherries from to talk about. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So it gets frustrating for me because it's like sometimes I don't have a philosophical question I want to embark on on a fucking Friday morning. Does it really have to be philosophical? Does it really have to be that? I mean, I think this whole thing was supposed to be fun. Life in the funny side, even the shitty stuff. Guys, do I sound like a piece of shit? Be honest, XOXO. No, you don't. You don't sound like a piece of shit. But I was just trying to use this as an example of how people can talk by each other when they want the same thing. Yeah. So something that Fossil and I were talking about on this whole endeavor is because the whole timing thing, and I was using the timing as a way to try to not upset her when I should have just said, hey, I don't want to do it this week. That would have been easiest. Because it wasn't, I, I literally had the time to do it. Like that wasn't what it was. It was literally, I just didn't have any content. And so then we started talking about the the infamous thing when you see someone that you kind of know or you see an old friend or maybe even a friend, an acquaintance, if you will. And you say, hey, we should get together or, hey, I'll see you around sometime. And it's funny because I say this all the time and I don't even mean it like this, but I think it does come across like this where it's like you are not a priority. Right. That's what hurts. We should get together instead of, hey, I'm, hey, do you want to get together next week or next month? Mm-hmm. Let me know when you're available on this week or that month. Yeah. That's such an important lesson to learn. So you, because like, I don't know, when people do that to me, I'm like, okay, bottom of the list. <laughs> and, but you know what? That's okay. You have to prioritize. But when you're doing it with your intimate relationships, that's where I have a problem with it. Yeah. I agree with you. But I, yeah, tell me the truth. I mean, that is my biggest hang up. If I, I will be fine if you say, I don't feel like doing it this week. I need a break. I need a month off, mom. I've been like, okay, let's plan around this. I think it also hurt your feelings because you 
just recently put money into this um, so we could get the software for us to be able to record from different coasts. And it was quite literally like three days. This fight we had was quite literally three days after you bought it. It was the mirror of the issue I had prior where I had just bought an application that would have made life easier for writing and as a team. And then the other person backed out. Yeah. And that just is awful. That, that hurt a little bit. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. But mom, I wouldn't do that to you because at the end of the day, your money is my money eventually when you die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Note to Bad self, joke. contact Bad attorney regarding will. Guys, my mom has this weird thing where she like always makes this joke about how when she dies, like we're obviously going to inherit her money. And that's why you have to walk in front of me on the stairs. But this is the thing. She thinks I actually give a fuck about her money. I give a fuck about your money now because, like, you helped me pay for college and you're currently paying for my rental car. But once you, like, I don't, once I get a job and everything, I don't really need your money. Yeah, that's why I'm going to get into philanthropic (laughs) endeavors. Like, I have actual money. I mean, it's all relative. To some people, I have nothing. To other people, I have everything. So true. Dude, I was at the gas station. It's so funny. Okay. In my friend group, I've noticed differences being here or just being in LA in general, where it's like there's clearly like the class divide, (laughs) you know, where it's like I'm there and all my friends may have like a lot more money than me, but then I'm still sitting at the gas station in my fucking rental Hyundai and the homeless person is looking at me like, you fucking bitch, spare $5. Exactly. It's all relative. It puts everything into perspective. So I'm like, damn, like I'm, I'm quite low on this totem pole. And then you look around, you're like, oh, wait, never mind. It's all about gratitude. Not to woo-woo it up, but it is. Be thankful for what you have, even if you think you don't have a lot. True. But yeah, that was our fight. Do you have anything else to say about it that we need to hash out? I think you already know that my big thing is always going to be trust say what you mean and mean what you say. Right. So you can say, I need you to fuck off for this week, mom. And I'd be like, oh, all right, I'll fuck off. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, when I said to you, we have nothing to talk about. But I did. What? (laughs) But I did. Because we talked about it and it would have been like 10 minutes of content. It, It always depends on how you interact with my topic. Yeah. If you're not engaged in my topic, then we have nothing to talk about. If I can spark your interest and make you react, then we have a pod. What is a shark tank? You have to spark my interest? <laughs> oh my God. This should be our powder keg and you should be the spark. No, I'm the spawn, mom. It's pronounced spawn. Spawn. It's pronounced M-L-A. Oh God. But we're good now, I think. Definitely. Okay. I'm I'm good with everyone. I'm even good with the person from before that. Oh, you're very um, good with the person from before. Because it had nothing to do. One was business and one was relationship. And those are two different things. They have to be. Right. But I felt like it crossed the line when we couldn't pivot to, okay, no more talking about business. You're my mom. And we're having a conversation. Because I called you after work because I wanted to talk to you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted 
we talk about our days and have a personal conversation. And then well, we get- it was like getting punched in the gut. Yeah, that's what it felt like. You punched me in the gut, and now you want expected me to be happy, happy mommy, and you hit me in the proverbial gut, and I had to back out of that and take a breath before I could be happy mommy again. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't know if anyone has this has this happened to them. Definitely, like this is probably universal. But I was literally driving, um, and we were on the phone, and then she hung up on me, and like obviously was very upset. And quite literally, I just felt sick, like, instantly. Like, I just felt myself shut down, like, while I was on the freeway. And I know why. And it wasn't because I was mad. Had we been yelling at each other, you'd have been like, fuck her. But you knew you hurt me. Yeah. And there's the difference. There are differences between being angry. When you're angry, you just, you cannot care and you can just disengage. But when you know you hurt someone, and that's where we were. Yeah. No, it was not good. All better now. All better. All better. All better. <laughs> Baby happy. All better. I tried to watch something just to get my mind off of it after we hung up. Mm-hmm. Because of the mental state I was in, I realized something. Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> Stefan from The Vampire Diaries, and Edward Cullen from Twilight are all the same goddamn character. Oh, yeah. And it irritated me. <laughs> I could, it ruined Buffy for me for a hot minute. Is he like the main guy? Is he like the love interest? Uh, this season, I, I understand from what I understand talking to other people. Yes. Okay. Wait, but, but Buffy came out before Twilight. But Buffy was like 1990 something. His name's Angel? Angel. Okay, the character so the Angel. original Edward Cullen. Probably, yeah. It was the blueprint. Uh, yes, probably. Okay. That's probably an accurate thing to say. I've never read every vampire story on the planet, but I would be say that's most accurate. What's his name? Dracula, but like his like Nosferatu. Well, that's one of them, but Vlad the Impaler is who he was based on. Okay, well Vlad the Impaler is the original <laughs> blueprint. Okay. Don't speak to me unless you know Vlad the Impaler. Oh my god. I have never read Anne Rice. I need to do that too. I love rice. But I just find it interesting that the different uh, messages. Okay, so can I just vent for Buffy a second? (laughs) Not to ruin it. Just unpopular opinion. There's an awful lesson that I've seen in the first. I'm only on season three, I guess, eking through bit, bit by bit. But the way they have it is that Angel's character basically could not be happy. If he was, he was cursed. So if he was happy for a minute, he lost his soul and died again, basically. So I'm like, what message is this? We've got an entire generation of kids that grew up on the idea that if you are happy for one second, if you have any type of pleasure, your life is shit or will go to shit or you don't Wait, deserve it. What? Buffy is always claiming to be alone, even though she has a slew of people around her to help her. She's supposed to um, be anonymous, but yet everybody seems to know she's the Slayer. It's this this idea that she, she can't be happy. She can't have a relationship. She can't have anything because she, her responsibility is being the Slayer. That's dumb, but okay. 
but an entire generation of kids grew up with the idea that they can't be enjoy themselves without feeling guilty about it or something bad happening. So then I got to thinking about it. Well, how isn't it, isn't it the same with Stefan being all mopey mope and Edward Cullen's character being all mopey mope and ugh, yeah. Do girls actually like that? They must. Mopey people? The, the broody, the broody guy who you just want to slap his face and go, what is wrong with you? I feel like no, well, I guess, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. I, thinking about it, like, I don't know if I can pinpoint, like, a person in my life that I know that's, like, honestly, because I feel like the people who are like that, I make fun of them to their face. <laughs> is that bad? No. I'm like, go bowling or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See? Huh. Now, if, if the idea of this mopey guy who obsesses over this love interest, mm. if you are a female who wants to be obsessed over, all right, maybe I sort of, kind of, maybe want to understand. But where's the line between that and stalking? Yeah, no. Well, so here's the thing, though. Like, I love a good obsession. Like, I love when a man's obsessed with me. It's everything. Um it's my it's my Leo Venus coming out. Is that what it is? Leo <laughs> Venus. Yeah. Um, like attention. I I love attention. Um, not when it. it but the thing is, like, <laughs> this is like the age old debate, isn't it? Where it's like, if someone that you're interested in is obsessed with you, you thrive off of it. But right when it's like a homeless man or like your boss that's like thirty years older than you, it's weird. Right. It's again, it's perspective. Yeah. I'm reading a book right now that the female character claims to be in a joking way. She says, I have a stalker. Now, when she says that, she's actually referring to going to the same place twice a week at the same time to sit on a bench and wait for a man to walk out of an apartment building. But she likes to pretend in her mind that She's there and he happens to walk out of the building when she goes there on purpose. Now, this is supposed to be funny and I'm not finding it so funny. No. I, I, actually, I actually think that's very problematic. Okay, let's not lie to ourselves though. Let's be honest with ourselves. Is this just me? I feel like we've all done the thing in like high school or what have you where you know that Dylan has third period math class on the second floor and you make sure to go down the same hallway as him just so you can see him. You're in public. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I feel like we've all done that. Sure. But is that not do you thing? do you say he's stalking you? No. All right. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. And this is a, a supposed to, I understand this character is supposed to be very tongue in cheek and it's supposed to be funny and sassy, but I'm not finding it so funny and sassy. I think this person has a mental problem. Am I the stalker? Is that what I'm no. figuring out? Unless you're telling yourself that somebody else is stalking you. How is that funny? No, I have had people though who have done weird things like that though. We've all done weird Not maybe things. necessarily like the stalker level, but like to the point where they were definitely going out of their way to be at the same places as I was. Now, when you get paid for it, it's called a concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another thing that came up this week is a friend of mine 
use likes to use the word polyamorous. I believe mm-hmm. that word is not used properly if the meaning of it, when you look up the actual meaning, all parties understand and are aware that there are more than one relationship involved. <laughs> all yeah. parties are aware. I'm, I'm just going to leave that there on the table. Let's discuss that. How many people like to say they're poly, but they're not honest about it because they're lying to someone else? Okay, but I actually do know quite a few people who are in relationships where everyone is understanding of it. And that's what it's meant to be. If we're thinking of the same friend, she's using that because she feels guilty and doesn't want to admit to herself that she's cheating. I'm exploring my sexuality, whereas in reality, she is a married woman who does not want to come to terms with the fact that she is doing something that is wrong. Whereas I have a lot of friends who straight up go to their boyfriend and everyone's aware that they are all in separate relationships that have certain rules and regulations. So yeah, no, your friend's just being stupid. That was interesting. Never in my entire life would I ever think I'd be having this discussion with someone my age, but (laughs) Mm. (laughs) once again, my beliefs are shattered. Okay, but question, are you against that idea? No, 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 not at all. I believe that you should be completely honest Mm -hmm. with everyone in your life, even if it hurts their feelings, because at least you respect them. If you're not being honest with anyone in your life, they either A, don't matter, or B, you don't respect them. You Mm. have to be honest. It's the only sign of respect. Mm, Interesting. Do you think that's true for all scenarios? I can't speak for other people. You asked me if I believed in it. What happens? Okay. Example. If you have a friend that you care about immensely, um, but you know if you admitted something, it would shatter them. I mean, there are certain things you just don't have to say. Like, if you hate someone's clothing and you think it makes them look fucking disgusting and vile, maybe don't say that. I'm talking about relationships. I know. If, if you, If I need to do something and you're going to disagree with it, let's say daddy in my relationship, big daddy D, and I wanted something he didn't want, I would say, I'm doing this and I need you to back me up or whatever, or don't, but I'm doing this. And him too. You think he didn't tell me if the boys asked him to go to um, a strip club? He was always honest with me and that's how I knew I could trust him. But here's the thing. Cheating is not a factual thing. Cheating is whatever that relationship has decided it is. Whereas, like, if I'm okay with my boyfriend watching porn, there are other women who would instantly think that's cheating because he is engaging in sexual pleasure with something that is not her. So that in itself shows that it's an opinion. There's always levels. But that's being honest, open, and telling the truth. Why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't want you to be happy? Yeah. I actually, can I be honest? No. I don't want you to ever be honest, Emily. <laughs> Isn't that what we just talked about? I'm sorry. I don't know why I, I led with that. That's just like one of my things 
That was perfect. It's one of my intros, I guess. Girls and guys who have issues with their significant other watching porn, I don't understand that. I don't either. I don't understand that. I think if it's like an obsession um, or if it's like affecting your sexual relationship, then like maybe it needs to be talked about. But in and of itself, like the act of watching porn, like literally who gives a shit? But then also am I being a hypocrite because I used to hate the fact that my boyfriend would like photos of like half naked girls on Instagram but I didn't like it because that was a public forum where I felt like I was being embarrassed but that's an insecurity on our own part if we don't want someone else to do something right I mean is it a belief system is it just you being insecure oh I was super insecure yeah right I was like don't like her boobies oh my god if that's offensive to you, then you have a bigger issue in your trust of your relationship. Well, that was in the beginning. I feel like if you did it now, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Whatever, right? No. <laughs> but that was like first couple of months. I was like, please stop doing that. It hurts my feelings. If your man looking at a pair of somebody else's boobies is going to wreck your relationship, you got bigger problems than you, you know, anyway. Well, I feel like also there's this thing where um, – not to generalize, but we're going to generalize. Um, I feel like a lot of men and, and women too might not necessarily understand like what is modified on the internet. What I mean by that is like people are like, oh, Kylie Jenner is like absolutely perfect. She is like the standard of beauty, whereas like she is quite literally man made. And we know that now, like, that's, like, obviously a public thing. Everyone knows that. Like, I'm sure a man will listen to this and be like, I know that. It doesn't matter. She's still hot. But there are girls who have done other things to themselves that are not as blatant and could be natural, but they aren't. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, a guy won't realize that and be like, oh, no, 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 no. And you're like. I have one thing to say to the men out there. Oh, okay. Are you willing to pay for that level of hot? Are you willing to pay for the butt lift? Are you willing to pay for the fake boobs? Are you willing to spend $100,000 on your woman to let her look hot and then worry the rest that she doesn't need your ass anymore because now she's too hot for you? Yeah. Is that where we're going with this? See, that's the problem. My boyfriend loves me so much that I talk about getting plastic surgery and he's like, literally don't. And I'm like, but babe, I want boobs. Like, come on. He loves you. He doesn't love ugly. How could he do that? And that you got to stop. How could he do that? So ugly. That is called pure love. He loves your farts and all. Em. Oh, I know. The eggy ones too. (laughs) Farts and all. Okay, but like, can I get a new pair of boobs? Like, yes or no? That's between you and him. (laughs) I ain't paying for it. Well, obviously. My job stops at college. (laughs) Girl, I got like two more months of that. Fuck. I'm playing in my new kitchen, bitch. You kidding? (laughs) I just picked up fucking cabinets. Marble isn't going to fucking install itself. (laughs) Actually, you don't want marble. That's your brother's bathroom, that little cabinet in there, his bathroom. Okay. He left the can of Lysol in there. Rustane. Really? I'm ready. I'm ready to have a stroke. Are you kidding? Really? Why did I redo their bathroom? That's crazy. Yeah, you should have redone yours. 
Live and learn. The boys do not deserve nice things. I'm joking. That's a joke. They do. Let's be clear. They're piggies. Yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to Fossil and I talk about our fight. I hope it didn't come across that I'm like a huge piece of shit. The point of all of this sharing it with you guys was that when you love each other and you work with with your friends and your family, it, it can work. You just have to be honest with each other and give each other the space to grow and change. And I understand yeah. that Emily is burdened with a lot of pressure. Burdened. burdened, yeah. Right now, it's it's all change for you. What I will say, though, is I don't want people to think it's like I don't care about this. That's not what it is. Because if I didn't care, I would have told you yesterday, like, let's shut it the fuck down. I was worried. No. That's why I needed to let it be. That's not what it is. That's not what it ever was. It's just, I I don't want people to think I don't care about this. Because, like, I do. You just want to bring your best to the table. I cannot give 100% of myself to it. I can't. Yeah, claps for claps for Fossil because she is the better part. Stop it! No, that's not. That is not. No. That's why Fossil goes first in the in the sequence. Stop it! That's why it's and the spawn because I'm an afterthought. No, it was alphabetical. (laughs) Oh, is that what it was? Well, I think Fossil and the spawn sounds better than spawn and the fossil. Spawn and the fossil just didn't have the same ringtone. It just doesn't hit the same. Nope. And also, you, what came first, the chicken or the egg? You came first. I came out of your egg. <laughs> so to wrap all of this up, we just want you guys to say, be good to each other. Give each other the space. Be honest. Yeah. Don't be afraid to say what you mean and mean what you say. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Did she mean to send this? Oh, my God. So, sorry. My school continues to amaze me sometimes. This girl that's like, I don't want to say her exact title, but like she does a lot of uh, important things in like my department. She just sent out an email that was meant just for the IT team to the entire department. Oopsie. I I mean, maybe I was supposed to be on it, but like it says hello IT team. Like why would she send that to the whole undergraduate? You know, that's weird. Yeah. But like one time too, like she included me on an email that like I clearly was not supposed to be on and I like emailed her and was like can you take me off this list and she was like oh my god yeah (laughs) and she didn't (laughs) apparently she didn't the insider tea not really but okay guys I think that's it yeah yeah is that it mom mom I don't know what accent I'm supposed to be responding in do German auf Wiedersehen mein Schatz bisous Tschüss. Bye. Bye.